0: When you visualize the outcomes you want for the day or for your goals or for your life and you really get lost in that visualization for like a good 10 minutes like you're watching a movie I'm telling you it makes you take different actions subconsciously you take different actions you attract different things you want other people around you I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back. With another episode of He Said, She Said. And we got a puppy. You guys... Named, ready, drum roll. Bonkers. Bonkers Bonkers and bananas. Bananas and bonkers. They have a song. Will you sing the song?
1: Bananas and bonkers, bananas and bonkers, bananas and bonkers. So
0: what I think we need to do is start their own Instagram page, now that we have time for it, and have that be the intro song to every single reel we make with them.
1: Oh, should we start a podcast called Bananas and Bonkers, just about all
0: life shenanigans? I feel like that literally describes our life.
1: We have been trying to record this podcast for three hours. Three hours, guys. And I think we're getting a little bit of a hint into like when people are like, you know, when you have kids, it's just like so crazy fitting into the pockets of your day. Like right before we were about to record this, bonkers, literally pooped all over the backside of his butt and we had to go wash him in the bathtub together. And also today found out that he has something called Giardia, which is a really... Um, stomach bug. <laughs> really bad. It's just a stomach bug that makes them have diarrhea, projectile diarrhea. And <laughs> he, he proceeded to then pass it on to the other big dogs that are staying here. So on top of no sleep, we're in a shit storm. We're literally
0: in a shit storm right now. <laughs> so he, here's, here's how we divide and conquer. You know, we kind of know what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. Neither one of us want to get no sleep at night. But I know for a fact that I do way better with no sleep than Lori does with no sleep. So True I story. take night duty where I get up two, three, four times a night when he starts crying and has to go out of his cage. And I bring him outside and, mm-hmm. you know, let him go potty, walk around for 10 minutes or whatever it is. And I don't know how or why, but he has a knack for waking me up in the middle of my REM sleep. Like if, if someone wakes you up and you're at the end of your sleep cycle, it actually doesn't matter. Even if it's one, two, three, four in the morning, what matters is if you get woken up in the middle of your sleep cycle, your REM sleep. This little son of a bitch somehow knows when I'm in the deepest depths of sleep. And that's when he wakes me up to go outside. So
1: he watches your eyeballs.
0: I, yeah, watch them, watch them go back and <laughs> forth. Right. I'm tired. And I'm sure every single parent hearing this right now oh, is yeah. like, I don't care. Get used yeah. to it. They're like, go oh, please. <laughs> but I forgot how much work having a, a puppy was. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew But you also forget. We knew, but we
1: forgot. I'm guessing that this is why, well, number one, this is why you get a second puppy is right when you forget, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. It's it's like why people have a second kid. Probably with second children as well. Yeah.
0: So anyhow, you know what's funny? I got to reference this. Yes, I'm exhausted. Yes, I'm tired. But I've been choosing to be upbeat. How upbeat would you say I've been in the mornings? Like totally normal. Totally normal. I did a podcast that came out probably two, three weeks ago where the thing that I started doing this past year was I just started choosing my state. Start started choosing energetic, I started choosing happy. I started choosing awake, even when I felt tired. And it's like, we don't want to admit that we get to choose our state because then somehow we lose that self-serving thing of like being tired or being crabby or whatever it is. But quite honestly, you get to choose your state. And yeah, I'm not sleeping. Yeah, I'm up for every 45 minutes, it feels like. But I'm choosing my state and I'm happy and I'm getting things done. So I guess if there's a punchline here, you can't determine your circumstances. But you can definitely determine your outcome.
1: But we had a great holiday. Yep. It was so much fun. We Total had our whole household. family over Jackie, our sister in law, essentially ish. She created the Candy Cane Olympics. Oh my God,
0: this was so much fun. Which
1: is even more fun than it sounds. And if you guys know anything about me, I like to be very active and doing things on the holidays, like playing games and karaoke and gingerbread houses. This <laughs>
0: is where we don't match as a couple at all. So you'd if you know anything so about boor- me, you'd be so, no, I wouldn't. I'd be so happy. No, if no, you, you know wouldn't. anything about me, He's I want to sit on the couch with a drink and watch football or movies with people around me. But no, Lori has to be doing something every minute, all the time. Let's play this game. Now let's sing karaoke. Now let's do this tradition. Now let's write on these ornaments. Now let's do this, like, all the time. And I'm like, holy crap. Why can't we just sit here and enjoy each other? So we're, you and I are so blessed as a couple. But boy, are we built differently when it comes to how we want to get together and how we want to gather.
1: I didn't know this. Yes, you did. No, I really didn't. Yes, I'm, you like, did. Kind of shocked. I thought I, you liked to do things. I thought that's why we changed the traditions.
0: I tease you about this all the time. What did I say? I said, I'm gonna be the uncle that just sits on the couch and the kids can come up and talk to me while I sit watching football pants. with my okay. hand in my pants. Yep. All
1: right. So what are we talking about? We're talking about the new year. We're talking about what we want to start doing and what we want to stop doing. We did a podcast on this last year. Yeah, go back and check and it out. we're simplifying it even more. We had three things last year. And literally this year, just what do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? And I was talking about it a little bit on my podcast. I know, Chris, you talked about it with your finances. Mm-hmm. But off the top of your head, because I've learned that the more that you kind of like grow into yourself and the more that you start to get this whole like, Goal achievement thing down, which by the way has taken me so many freaking years you learn that less is more. And if you just change one thing a year, that is going to set you up for a monumental year. And I think it's so much easier to wrap your brain around. And of course, once you change that one thing, it's amazing how you can habit stack and how you have a great foundation. So essentially when you're looking for things to stop and start doing, if you're in the beginning, there are probably going to be more things wrapped around health, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. Because if we're being totally honest, Chris and I, when there's things that we know we don't have, like if we don't have energy or we're not feeling good, we can pretty much relate it back to our health and our workouts right away. So that's always what we kind of look at. So Chris, for you, where you're at right now, what's one thing you want to start doing and one thing you want to stop doing this year?
0: Last year, the start doing was journaling and I loved Mm. it. Oh my God, did I love it. Now, truth be told, somewhere in the middle of the year, I fell off. So I'm going to get back to journaling again because for the first half of the year, damn, it made a great difference in my life. But this year, it's something different. Journaling is just something I'm getting back to. This year, I'm going to start taking meditation and visualization serious again. I haven't taken that serious in a couple of years. And I'm a visualizer. When every day I can wake up and control how I see the outcomes of what I want, I just literally then take different actions. Remember how I always joke about like team woo-woo versus team logical? I don't care if you're team woo-woo or team logical. When you visualize the outcomes you want for the day or for your goals or for your life, and you really get lost that visualization for like a good 10 minutes, like you're watching a movie, I'm telling you, it makes you take different actions. Subconsciously, you take different actions. You attract different things. You want other people around you. So that's what I'm going to start doing is a good, solid visualization practice every single day. Okay. By the way, can I add one more thing? Yeah. so the problem is, this might help you guys. So many things that we start, we're like, oh, i need to do this first thing in the morning. And before you know it, you have too many damn things to do first thing in the morning. That's what's happened to mm, me in the past. Totally. So my visualization is going to be like right before I start my work day, after I've gotten back from the gym and all that stuff. It's not going to be first thing in the morning because- Last year, I felt like I had too many things I was trying to squeeze in before we ran out the door to do too many more things.
1: Okay, that's crazy because that's what happened to me last year as well. And I was realizing that my workload had increased so much last year that my mornings went from, like, this beautiful time for me to kind of have space to myself to, like, more checklists of meditate, read, listen to a podcast. And if I didn't do those three things, I felt terrible about myself for the day I just started noticing. And I think the more that I was interviewing people, the more they were like, I just let go of like the morning routine thing and I do what feels good or something briefly, like I'll go on a kick. Maybe I'm just meditating for five minutes and that's all I can get to for that particular time period, or maybe I'm just reading for five minutes and letting everything else go. And so for me, that's been really big is that if I can just get in my reading right now and just let go of everything else, just let go, knowing that You and I always go on walks and we kind of do a walking form of meditation and gratitude. Yeah,
0: because we do our power nine.
1: So I've essentially let go right now. And I don't even know if I'm going to add it back in of meditation this year. I really love reading and I really love listening to podcasts. So I'm definitely going to start doing more of that. But at the same time, the one thing that I actually want to start doing more of is to be just more regimented and more organized with my time and my schedule. So I've already started that. Today, we went to a workspace in Arizona and we are joining so that we can just be way more organized with my days. Like I want specific content days. I want specific Light pink days. I want specific podcast days. I want to wake up and know exactly what my routine is. This is when I feel happiest and most in flow. I like to know what my workout is that day. I like to know what's going on. And I also like to have somewhat of a free day for admin, for creative things like that. So I'm going to set that all up now.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I love this for you. You're going to start being way more scheduled and way more regimented in your work style with your work days when you're doing what you, you know, we used to do this back when we were growing that network marketing team and growing our own brands. We had to have certain days where we only concentrated on this or only concentrated on that because when you're always bouncing from thing to thing, to thing, it takes more mindset, more energy to make that switch than people think. Mm -hmm. So it's very inefficient. So I love that you're doing that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to stop doing then this year?
1: The thing I'm going to stop doing is caring what other people think, because just the sheer fact that I desire to stop caring what other think people think means I'm caring way too much yep. so I can let go of worrying that I don't care because I clearly do and it's stifling and whenever I notice that I am making decisions from a place of oh what will people think or who am I you know will I disappoint people I'm asking the wrong question yeah it's does this feel right? Is this where the energy is? Does this feel good? Is this aligned? Is this an idea that I know is going to work? And those are the right questions to be asking. So if I'm asking the questions, who is this going to upset or bother or disappoint? It means I'm asking the wrong questions and I'll make a bad decision. You've already
0: lost at that point. Yes. If you're conscious of those questions, who am I afraid I'm going to, you've already lost the battle, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're always going to disappoint someone. You you can't please everyone everyone's going to have their own stupid ass opinion that differs (laughs) from how we see the world because we all see the world differently. So the sooner you can lose that concern, you start winning more battles.
1: Yeah, there's no energy coming from that place. So you're just like you said, it's a losing battle. You've already lost because you've lost the very thing that makes an idea successful. And that is energy, excitement, and feeling so aligned and knowing that it came from you and it came from your gut.
0: I love that my stop doing. Yeah. This is simple, but big. I'm going to stop. It's funny. I did, you know, what are you going to stop? What are you going to start? What are you going to keep doing for your finances on my, my show recently? Well, this one's going to roll over into this one. I'm going to stop eating so much Uber eats at night. Like what do we do? We, we kind of starve all day. We work all day. We work really damn hard during the day. And so at night we're tired and we don't feel like making anything. So what do we do? We order our favorite Uber Eats. And we think we're ordering well, but we order big quantities of it. Now, there's two problems here. One, this is going to be the fittest year I've ever had, ever. So when I'm ordering big quantities of true food or big quantities of sushi or whatever from Uber Eats, that goes directly against my physical goals, no matter how hard I worked out that day, no matter how how much activity I got. The second thing is we spend an average of $150 every single night by the time they put their fees on and their tips on and everything else on a meal for you and I, when we Uber eat Monday through Friday. So do you realize, you know you probably want to know, that's $40,000 a year on Uber Eats Monday through Friday, not counting weekends. That's basically four grand a month, 3,500 bucks a month on Uber Eats. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. So by not waiting. Yeah, plan ahead. When we're in Arizona here, we can even get Taylor to cook for us. Meal prep a little bit. have some easy salads and easy and and pre-prepped proteins around the house for dinner. And it'll make our dinner decision very easy. So, you know, I'll eat more during the day. So I'm not making decisions from a place that is so hungry and desperate for some comfort food. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, I know I rambled, but that's what I'm going to stop doing. Stop eating Uber Eats Monday through Friday so damn much.
1: All right, you guys, have you got it in your head? What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to start doing? Like, did it pop into your mind right away? And also, what would it feel like to let go of all of the other, I should do this this year? I need to do this. I need to do that. And of course, there's other things that you're going to want to implement maybe for your business or things like that. Obviously, maybe attend a mastermind Mm -hmm. or (laughs) go to a big event. But honestly, if you just focused on starting something that you have been wanting to start, and stopping something that you know is holding you back, this would be the biggest shift in a year that you've ever made if you just stuck to those two simple things.
0: Oh, I love it. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Roll up your sleeves. Let's have a big year together. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me.